0: He comes up to me again and he says, you know what, I'm so sorry to do this, but the flight attendants were making a big fuss about it and told the pilot and he does not want you on this flight. And so I'm like, um, what, (laughs) like you guys just kicked me off the flight. Like literally I was about to board the plane. Like I'm in line for first class to board the plane. And I get told that I'm not, I am not literally specifically me and my dog are not allowed to come on. Welcome to Amplify. We are here to help you own your truth, use your voice, and stand out as the most unapologetically aligned, abundant, and authentic version of you, so that you can make a big impact in the world doing what sets your soul on fire. Because you and I, we are meant to stand the F out. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and I'm a public relations and marketing expert, entrepreneur, speaker, So what do you say? Are you ready? Let's get Amplified because blending in is bullshit. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Amplify. I'm your host, Lauren Salon, and today we're going to continue the conversation that we started last week about the transformation that is available to you when you make the transaction. So last week, I talked to you about how I purchased my first first first-class plane ticket. And since then, I have taken that first-class flight. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit more because last week, if you recall, I was talking about how when you make the decision, when you take out your credit card and you invest in yourself in an aligned way, even if it's scary, but when you do that, That is the first step in the transformation, right? So whether that is up-leveling or calibrating by taking a first-class flight or investing in a coach or joining a mastermind, taking a course, whatever it is, buying a new car, right? Like treating yourself to getting your nails done, getting a massage, whatever that might be, when you make the decision to go all in on yourself, And you put your money where your mouth is, quite literally, right? You you make that decision. You take that action with your bank account, with your money. You experience part of that transformation right there in the transaction. And I talk about this all the time. You guys know, be, do, have, right? If you want certain results in your life, the first step is to embody the identity of the version you that has that life that has those results so you be you have the identity you embody the identity of your next level self and then you are going to do the things that your next level self does and then you're going to have the results that your next level self has so for me as i talked about last time my next level self she flies first class Now, that may not mean that I'm going to fly first class every single time I fly from here on out. I really would like to, because let me tell you, it was very nice. But my higher self flies first class. My higher self has plenty of money to travel as comfortably as she desires. My higher self enjoys those bougie indulgences from time to time. My higher self knows that when I circulate my money out into the world, it comes back to me tenfold. Our up-leveling starts in our mind, but it doesn't stop there, right? Thoughts, feelings, actions, results. Your thoughts guide your feelings, which influence your actions, which determine your results. Thoughts, feelings, actions, results. Be, do, have. So like I said before, if you know where you want to get to, if you know what that vision for your life looks like, right? What that that six month, one year, five year, whatever it is, that next level vision of your life. If you know what that looks like, if you have a clear vision of who you want to be, who you want to become, a clear vision of the person that you get to be, to have the life that you desire, then you need to think the way that that future version of yourself thinks. I'm gonna say that again. If you see like, oh, my dream life is X, Y, Z. Then what does the dream life version of you, how does he or she act? How does he or she think, right? So it starts with thinking the way that that future version of yourself thinks. Thinking is not enough. Like I said, you need to then take inspired action that is aligned with those thoughts and that identity. And that is how you get the results. So I talked about this last week, an important step for me in my up leveling in, in my calibrating to my next level was flying first class. Now that doesn't necessarily mean I'm not justifying like extravagant spending by saying, Oh, this is my higher self does this. So this is how I need to spend my money. And this is what I have to do because this is my higher self does it like this. So I have to, I have to do this, right. It's not an excuse to spend outside of your means. It's not an excuse to spend frivolously, excuse me, or irresponsibly. No, not at all because your higher self does not spend out of ego. Your higher self does not spend frivol- frivolously. Why can't I say that word? Your higher self does not spend beyond her means. Your higher self does not spend irresponsibly, right? Your higher self, at least my higher self, has a beautiful, connected relationship to her money. So when she spends her money, it's aligned. And it may look extravagant. It may look like extra, right? And From time to time, that feels really good to do, right? Because I don't think that you get to know who you truly are if you are restrained by money, right? You're not truly free if you have to check with your bank account before making decisions. You're not truly free if you have to see how much money you've got and check your budget to do the things that you want to do. And I'm not saying that I'm operating at that level, right? I'm still working on my goals and everything like that. I don't have complete financial freedom yet. And I've built a very comfortable life for myself. And I've, I've done a lot of work around my money mindset so that I can have a lot of flexibility in how I live my life. So for me, the first class experience was a necessary up level to be able to trust myself, to be able to celebrate myself and all the work that I have put in and the business that I have built. Right. It was an opportunity for me to like put my money where my mouth is because I absolutely could afford it. And an opportunity for me to say, okay, I'm making this decision. And that means I am stepping into another, a next level. That means that I get to create more abundance in my life because if I'm stepping into this first class flying version of myself, that first class of flying version of me, she brings in abundance with ease. So that is the belief that I get to anchor in. And by taking the action, right? Yes. The transformation started once I swiped my credit card, pulled my credit card out and paid for that flight online. But it gets even more anchored in when I walked into that airport and I stepped on the, that airplane. So I'm going to break it down, break down this experience for you a little bit more and kind of paint the picture because it's actually quite quite an entertaining story because it was not completely smooth the entire time <laughs> oh boy and if you watch my stories on instagram you know that we had a little bit of a hiccup with traveling and everything like that so i was scheduled to fly home from florida on thursday of last week and an evening flight i'm flying with my dog who's a registered service dog and did all the things that i you know we've only i've only flown with my dog once on my way out to Florida. And I, you know, I do all the things like get her really tired. So she's behaving really well. We get, we have a little CBD. So she's calm and mellow and doesn't have anxiety because no matter how well they're trained, or at least how well my dog is trained, um, their airports are, are a lot. It's there's a lot of stimulation, a lot of new things, a lot of humans, a lot of smells, a lot of like wheels and carts and things moving around. So it can be stressful for, animals. Of course, like it's freaking stressful for humans. So imagine a a dog. Right. And so I did all the things that I know to do to keep her in peak state, right. Peak travel state. And we get to the airport. I'm going to, I'm going to spare you the details, but trigger, this is going to be a little gross. Um, we get to the airport and earlier in the day I had brought her to the beach um, to play in the ocean, play fetch, all that kind of stuff to get her really, really tired. Right. Cause I wanted her mellow for the flight, all that kind of stuff, not antsy, anything. And after the beach, my girl had a little bit of diarrhea. Yep. We're, we're going to talk about shit right now. Um, and I assumed that maybe she just drank some salt water. Okay. Cause the first time we went to the beach, when we went to Florida, she was like, so insanely excited. She was biting at the water, drinking the water, like all the things. And we had a little bit of a, you know, situation afterward, not situation, but like when you drink a lot of salt water, it kind of like, you know, affects things down there. So I figured last week, you know, after the beach that happened and I'm like, Oh, she probably just drank a lot of salt water. She'll be fine. I'll just like you know, feed her. Things will, things will be fine. I didn't notice anything weird. The rest of the day we get to the airport, we check in and everything. She's being great. We get to, we start walking to our gate and we had quite a situation in the middle of the walkway in front of tons of people. Yes. You are understanding me correctly. My dog diarrheaed in the middle of the fricking airport in front of tons of humans. And I'm not going to go into, um, all the details of this because like, (laughs) you don't really need to know. And people are probably like, Holy shit, literally. Oh my gosh. Um, so it, that was an experience. Thankfully so many people around because you can't just like, that happens. And I can't just like go to the bathroom to get napkins to clean it up and stuff. So I'm like, I have to guard the poo. So no one steps in it, but like, what do I, (laughs) what the fuck do I do? Right. And so thankfully, like so many people nearby like ran to get me paper towels so I could clean this up. Oh my goodness. And I get to the gate, like I'm like, oh, okay, she I think she's better now. Like, whatever. Like, that's so bizarre. I don't know what happened. Maybe she's nervous. Maybe it's from the salt water. I get to the gate and I'm sitting there. And a man comes up to me and he's like, he who works for the airline. And he's like, Hey, so is your dog okay? Cause someone saw her and like you know, the flight attendants are a little concerned duh, 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 sort of thing. And I'm like, oh yeah, she's fine. I think she just had some, like, it's from saltwater earlier, blah, 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 blah. And she says, she'll be fine. You know? And then not too much lot later he comes up to me again. And he says, you know what? I'm so sorry to do this, but the flight attendants were making a big fuss about it and told the pilot and he does not want you on this flight. And so I'm like, um, what, <laughs> like you guys just kicked me off the flight like literally i was about to board the plane like i'm in line for first class to board the plane and i get told that i'm not al- i am not literally specifically me and my dog are not allowed to come on and i will say there are a lot of lessons that i got out of this because as you know we are always we are always working on on ourselves i was furious i i maintained Compote like I didn't uh yell or anything like that but I said this is absolutely ridiculous like I like this is absurd are you kidding me like it's gonna be fine like what are you talking about like I was very upset and they're like we can reschedule you for tomorrow morning like but they're just not comfortable with you being on the flight like with with the dog sort of thing and um so I'm like sitting there I'm like okay uh and so long story short we ended up rescheduling like for the next day. And I, my friend picked me back up from the airport, thankfully. And ultimately that was the right move to make. And I'm actually very glad that the pilot, um, decided that for me because my dog was up every few hours that night. And so I, so she like actually was sick, something was going on. So that would have been a horrendous flight if that had happened on the plane. And so I'm very, very happy that we got kicked off the flight. <laughs> like, and so the lesson for me in that was a few things, adaptability, absolutely adaptability when things don't go according to plan, because I was so ready to go home that night. I had planned out like my Friday, i had planned out my Saturday, I planned out my Sunday. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to be home Thursday night and sleep in my own bed. No, not exactly. So more lessons in being adaptable, more lessons in letting go of control and surrendering and trusting that everything happens for me. And then another lesson for me was in ego too, because I had some pretty stern words with them at the airport over this. I was frustrated and upset and disappointed that I wasn't able to go home. And I didn't like, I wasn't Mean or anything like that to the people that I was interacting with. I said, I I realize this isn't your decision, but it's really messed up. And, you know, like I expect you guys to make right on this, right? You guys changed the whole situation. So I expect you to make right, right? I expect you to reschedule me on an equivalent flight, you know, sometime this weekend, da 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 da, like all that kind of stuff, which, you know, I, of course, I would expect that if they're making the change, right? So, yeah. So, also a lesson to me in being not reacting toward others out of ego when things don't go according to plan. Right. And so that was more practice for me and more reminder to me to, um, operate from my highest self when things don't go the way that I'd like, because I, I fucking cried at the airport. I've said some swear words and shit like that. Um, and while I was, did my best to be like, I know this isn't your fault. I know you're not doing this. And I understand like where they're coming from. It's still really disappointing da, da 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 da. all this kind of stuff. Um, I could have also had more grace in the situation, fully acknowledging that thankfully they were able to rebook me for the next morning, but then it was like out of Miami. So I'd have to drive further. So I was flying out of Fort Lauderdale, all these details, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, we went home that night. I was up every couple hours with my girl, taking her out, To the backyard, and so we get up in the morning, and she is still not feeling well. She literally, and so I rescheduled my flight. I was able to do it through the app, thankfully, rescheduled it for the evening. So, okay, we're not flying out Friday morning because girl is still sick. So we're we need to make sure the dog's okay. Rescheduled it for the evening my dog is literally not moving. She's laying on the couch, laying on the bed, literally not moving. Looks like she wants to die. Like I can tell she's very sick and not feeling well. And so I'm like, okay, we need to like, I need to take her to a vet because some, something's going on. This is more than just like drinking salt water. This is more than eating something weird. Like she's, she has a little stomach bug. Cause right. Dogs can get, get flus and dogs can get sick and stuff like that. And so I was able, thankfully to get her into a vet. And they gave me shots and stuff like that. And they reassured me that, um, she would be like good to travel. They're like, this may stop everything for a few days, but you will be able to travel with no issues. (laughs) So I was like, it's okay. I'm like, and thankfully also they didn't find anything wrong with her. No temperature, like nothing in her tummy, like anything like that. So just a little virus or something, you know, a little, a little bug. Um, so I'm really happy we were able to get that dealt with. I was able to get into a vet like literally as a walk-in and didn't have to wait very long and felt like they took such good care of us as well at the vet. I also, before going to the vet was able to call the airline. And again, keep in mind, I was planning on flying that evening, you know, that same evening. And I'm like, no, she's still, she's still a little iffy. We can't fly tonight. We need to reschedule for Saturday. And so I called the airline and get this at first they're like, well, If you want to push your flight, like the airport did that, rescheduled your flight with no additional fee because as a courtesy, but if you want to reschedule it again, it's going to be an additional $800, $800. If I wanted to change my exact same flight and still fly first class. And I was like, oh, well, that's not really, that doesn't work for me actually. Can I speak to somebody else? And the one was like, well, Who would you want to talk to? And and this is also, let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna vouch for myself. I was so fucking polite on the phone with these airline people, so fucking polite. I learned I had that reminder lesson at the airport that night of, hey, you know what? It's not their fault, right? Like this situation isn't their fault. They didn't do this. Like I get to treat all these people with so much more grace. And plus, most of the time you're gonna catch more bees with honey than you are with what's the saying? Salt, right? or shit at least. <laughs> so I was so kind of this person. I said, you know what? Like, I don't know, is there a supervisor or somebody else that I can talk to just to, just to see what we can maybe have happen. You know, if that was a one-time courtesy they did at the airport, maybe you guys can extend that courtesy given this is a kind of a unique situation. And I chatted with the next person. They were able to extend that same courtesy. So I was able to get rescheduled, like push my flight one more day. And fly out of Miami, which is a much bigger airport than Fort Lauderdale, which has indoor pet relief areas because the other airport did not, which is a little stressful when you're traveling with a, an, a service animal. Um, so, the Miami airport, yes, it was a little bit further of a drive for me, but. They had a great time, you know, fly out early morning, which is how I like to fly. They have the indoor pet relief area. So there's no concern about being able to go to the potty, right? When we're inside the airport. Um, And then also here's the silver line, not even the silver lining here is, I think why not, not why, but part of why all of this happened. If we're talking about calibrating, right. Calibrating to that next level. And I'm talking about having my first, first class flight, so this new flight that I got rebooked on for the same exact cost as my original ticket was you know how in some planes the first class section is just like bigger seats they aren't really like the first whole first class experience it's just like oh you get a slightly bigger seat but it maybe like is lumped in with business class as well so it's it's not like the full first class experience Well, that's what my flight would have been. My original flight would have been that larger seat, more space. Yes. Technically first class, but still not like not first class, first class. Right. And so this rescheduled flight was first class, but with like the pods on a much bigger plane. So I had an entire like pod situation to myself, so much leg room. So my girl could fully stretch out and we're still completely contained in our area. And so I think that was part of part of why this happened for me was because if I'm going to anchor in this next level calibration and this next level experience by flying first class I'm going to fucking do it right right like I get to have the full first class experience and also let's be real like going to the airport and dealing with all that shit quite literally uh if they had allowed me onto that plane and even if she hadn't been sick right even if she had made it the whole 5 hours on the plane with no accidents or anything like that that would have been such a fucking stressful flight for me that would not have been the type of first class flying experience that i would have wanted right so we were able to fly saturday morning whole first class pod to ourselves we had impeccable beautiful customer service. Like the flight attendant, I think his name was Frank um, with American. He was so cool. like took a picture of of Lydia because she was so cute, just like laying all curled up <laughs> at my feet. He was so kind and like all the freaking food like custom breakfast made for you, all the like beverages I could want and the snacks and all this kind of stuff. It was a beautiful experience. And like, I'm going to be real now. I'm like, shit, I never want to fly anything but first class. Like, holy crap, that was, that was it. That was, that was how I want to travel from here on out. And again, not saying that that's necessarily going to be how I travel every single time. Like who knows? And now that part of me has calibrated to that level, I know what that feels like. And I know how to follow through in the actions to continue to make that happen. So yes, that experience it was seamless from start to finish. I mean, flying first class, they cut you in front of the line for checking in, they cut you in front like I went in a special line for security, all this kind of stuff. Got like the best treatment I have ever had on an airplane, right? The the flight attendants and crew were wonderful. It was the most enjoyable flight I have ever been on. And So for me, being able to experience that, like I said, it anchored in that calibration, it anchored in that up-leveling even more, right? So the transformation, it starts in the transaction. It started when I swiped my credit card, almost swiped when I typed in my credit card and bought that ticket. And it got even more anchored in when I stepped onto that flight, right? And so, yeah. And even though it was quite an adventure, because apparently there were some lessons that I still got to learn before I was ready for that calibration, right? It was so powerful for me. And so my whole point with this is for you one, when things don't go your way, keep in mind that everything is happening for you and try to find the lessons in everything, right? when things don't go your way, what's the lesson in that? What did you need to learn? What, why weren't you ready for that? Or, or maybe was that thing really what you wanted? You know, sometimes like when launches for me, for example, don't go exactly how I wanted them or don't do as well as I had hoped. Okay. What was the, am I, was I all in on this? Did I feel aligned? Am I excited about this? Like what lesson did I need to learn by not having this go my way? And so the same thing with this travel experience, what lessons like, did I did I need to learn? And so same goes for you. When things don't go according to plan, find the lesson in that. How did it work for you, right? And then the second lesson for this is just a continuation of what I've been saying, what I said last week in my solo episode and what I said to start this episode. The transformation begins in the transaction. So if there is something that you are waiting on something that you've been wanting to invest in whether it's a coach a mastermind or something you've been wanting to celebrate right something a way that you've been wanting to treat yourself take that action if it's aligned and it's coming from your higher self and you're not acting irresponsibly and you are all in and fully like both feet in trusting yourself even if there's some fear right even if there's some fear go for it so what is something that you can do with your money big or small to calibrate to your next level. I want you to do that. Screenshot this episode, share it to IG, tag me and, and type in that story. T- when you're posting that type out what that calibration was for you and how it felt. Cause I want to hear it and I want to celebrate you. I hope this episode is valuable. I hope you had a few chuckles along the way. I hope I didn't gross you out too much. Trust me being there in person is a whole nother situation. And let me tell you, if you want to give less fucks about what people think, have your dog take a huge shit in the middle of an airport with tons of people around. It's it's really a great way to, uh, to not care about how you look and not care about what people think, right? <laughs> oh, what an adventure. Happy we can laugh about it. Happy she is okay. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and if you know of somebody else who is bold, successful and unapologetically owning their unique magic while they make a big impact in the world, please send them my way. And it would also mean the world to me if you helped me get this message out to as many listeners as possible. So if you liked what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you would please take 30 seconds to leave a five star rating, write a quick review and share this episode with your friends. Be sure to tag me so that I can say thank you. And until the next episode, keep showing up, keep using your voice and keep being you because the world needs more of your magic.